Life, it's the grandest gift in the universe, and yet humans so often take it for granted. We moan and complain about it, all the while wishing we could have more of it. We even seek ways to escape this life, even though it's infinitely more than we deserve. But though physical life is a divine blessing, spiritual life is a miracle most beautiful. While we were trying to live our life to our own honor and glory, Christ died for us so that we could experience infinite life beyond our ability to imagine. And isn't that worth celebrating? The one true God of the universe has existed since eternity past in ultimate perfection. He spoke the cosmos into existence for his soul, honor, and glory. He moved heaven and earth to redeem mankind, even though we have nothing to offer him. And he's given us everything we need for life and godliness in his word. He deserves our worship. He deserves our adoration. He deserves our praise. I'm your host, A.M. Brucer, and this is the Celebration of God. Over the past two episodes, we've been introduced to the seasons of mercy and grace and their corresponding major and minor holidays. Today, we look at the season of life. But before we do that, if you are enjoying this and excited about learning to celebrate God in a deeper and better way, will you please rate and review us? It's all right. You can pause this right now. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating and even leave a review telling us what you like or what excites you. When you do this, you make it easier for other Christians all over the world to find us and join in on the year-long celebration of God. The more Apple podcast ratings and reviews we have specifically, the better chances we can be exposed to a larger and larger audience. So please don't forget to leave that rating. As with the past two episodes, today's episode notes and transcript will be available at celebrationofgod.com. If you've never been there, you should visit and check back often as more and more resources are added. We desperately want to equip you to celebrate God to the best of your ability and help others do the same. All right, spring is the time of year we focus on the majestic gift of life, and we start off the season with the biggest celebration of them all. Creation got one week, Christmas gets a little over 40 days, but depending on what you choose to celebrate, Easter gets over 90 days, and that's exactly how it should be. Of course, we've already discussed that there are many different traditions and religious holidays that not everyone observes the same way. We at Truth Love Parents and the Celebration of God understand that. Our goal is not to dictate how God would be celebrated in every single situation, but simply provide more ways for Christians to celebrate God by themselves and with the universal church. Listen, you can celebrate the day the ark landed on Mount Ararat if you like, and you can celebrate that day any day or every day if you so desire. But wouldn't it be cool if you knew there were other brothers and sisters in Christ who were also praising the Lord for His goodness the exact same time you were? Wouldn't it be great to connect with those believers and corporately worship the Lord? I think that would be amazing, and Team TLP and I want to facilitate that for you. Of course, we don't, as of yet, have a holiday actually dedicated to God's mercy and grace that kept Him from wiping out mankind, but we do have other holidays that may seem just as new and different to you. For example, many of you regularly observe Lent. Some of you have no idea what it is, and others of you may think that Protestant Christians shouldn't participate in Lent. But maybe you're not sure why. So it seems that every season so far has had at least one holiday that may require us to do a little learning, a little soul-searching, squeeze into another's shoes, and potentially reconsider how it may help deepen our love and admiration of the Lord. Whether you embrace it fully or not, I think Lent offers some very valuable tools for helping us understand and serve God better. If nothing else, even if you choose never to observe it, we'll learn some great things about the Lord in the process of discussing it. 
Now, Lent is actually a preparation for Easter, and it lasts 45 to 46 days, ending the day before we observe the crucifixion. That means there's overlap in Lent and Palm Sunday. Then there's the observance of the crucifixion that can fall on any number of days, the study of which I'm very excited to share with you later this year, as well as Holy Saturday and Easter Sunday. Then, and I'm not sure how many of you are aware of this, but just as Christmas Day starts the 12 days of Christmas, so Easter Sunday is the first day of Eastertide, which spans 50 days ending on Pentecost, another amazing holiday many Protestant Christians don't know existed. I believe Pentecost is a powerful holiday to observe because it marks the coming of the Holy Spirit into the world and the official beginning of the New Testament church. Now remember, if these celebrations are all about God, then they need to focus on who God is and what he's done. But we should never celebrate the gift to the exclusion of the giver. I believe we should definitely take at least one day out of the year to praise God for the gift of his church, both the universal church and the local church. But we should never just celebrate the church. The church is only a gift from God, and God is the one who deserves the glory. Still, while many Christians idolize the church, too many Christians don't appreciate the church at all. We need to strike the biblical balance, and it won't be struck by debating the pros and cons of the church. It will come from knowing and believing God better. What's cool about the season of life is that the Easter celebration starts the season with Lent and ends it with Pentecost. It's a full three months preparing for and reveling in the greatest gift God ever bestowed on mankind. But there are a couple other minor holidays that occur during Eastertide. For example, I believe Earth Day is a wonderful time for Christians to rededicate themselves to keeping the creation mandate, something we'll talk about more during Creation Week. Again, it's not about celebrating the Earth. It's about celebrating the God who created the Earth and commanded His people to steward it. That's why the celebration of God has, instead of Earth Day, Stewardship Day on the calendar. It's a perfect day not only to discuss a wise and Christ-honoring stewardship of the earth, but also to remind our disciples about the many things God has called us to steward, including time, relationships, money, and His Word. Then there's the first Sunday in March, which is the World Day of Prayer. Prayer is a life altering gift from God, one that ushers us into his very throne room, one that dispenses with the need of a priest, and one that continues the conversation God started in the scriptures. As we dive deeper and deeper into the advanced level of the celebration of God, we're going to learn some amazing and startling things about the place prayer should have in the believer's life. Prayer is what truly makes the year-long celebration of God possible. After the World Day of Prayer, we have Mother's Day. I love that Mother's Day falls in the season of life. It's one of those beautiful, providential situations where the traditional holidays gorgeously dovetail with the celebration of God resource. And finally, a couple weeks before we celebrate Pentecost is Ascension Day, another miraculous event in the life of Christ during which Christians can celebrate the kingdom of God. All right, let's take a minute before we finish up to see what we have left to discuss in our introductory material. Lord willing, next time we'll briefly introduce the season of power and make some concluding observations about the four seasons and how they can be used to celebrate the four stages of salvation. And then there's only one more introductory episode left. Episode 16 is called Your Celebration Wall and provides some more ideas and direction for this extremely important part of the celebration of God. Also, please do not forget to rate and review. Do it right now. I'll see you next time. If you want to know God better, celebrate Him more, and help the ones you love to do the same, subscribe to this podcast and visit celebrationofgod.com to learn more about this dynamic discipleship resource. And remember, the Celebration of God is a listener-supported ministry.